Pacific for about an hour we talk about guns and I'm starting off the show here with an upload race so I started an upload on guntube.org which is a decent platform but slow uploading so I'm uploading it this way and this little gizmo here is somehow creeping along and gonna tell me how fast it's uploading and what its status is I'm basically a third 33% maybe if I'm lucky and I started this one first then I wasn't satisfied with this speed, so I went over to Gun Streamer because I wanted to get this video posted before the show. And I posted it there, and it's up to 72%, and I actually have a number instead of some kind of alien graphic. So I can actually see what the hell percentage it's at. Vicious smoking gun tube. So gun tubes over here crawling like an elderly man in a wheelchair or like an infant baby in a wheelchair but doesn't have long enough legs or arms to use the wheelchair. Where gun streamer, it's like a little kid, a little punk kid on a skateboard, just zooming right past them. So what's going on, gun tube? Okay, a buck a month for this. A buck a month. Gun, what's gun, gun streamer? Who does that? This one's for free. This one is somebody out of Utah. So I mean, so just some people out of Utah that seem to be nice, but I've never met them. This is nice tonight. Met the guy. This guy's making over thirty-four bucks a month. Thirty-four I'm, bucks a month, and you can't even have four bucks a month. I don't know what he's spending it on. Luke's women and alcohol, probably. Because look at this the upload speed over here. It's ridiculous. I'm almost done over here. 78%. All right. Well, we're going to grow old waiting for that video. But uh, at some time during the show, we'll post that video. And at some other time during the show, somebody out there who wants to see this show go, keep going, will buy something over at gearwebsites.com. And that'll trigger a complicated series of things to happen across the internet jumps all around the internet and then eventually my phone here will make a noise like cash register and that's how you get even more fabulous prizes when you order things from gearwebsites.com and I want to thank the people that ordered stuff during the van chat yesterday people might think oh he's being funny or whatever like he doesn't care about $40 or $20 or $19.11 or whatever something costs over there you couldn't be more wrong we're literally scraping them by and this is allowing us to continue on some of these projects and not have to work for some pizza place making cartoons of like their, you know, tater tot munchkin who's stealing cheese or something. So uh, I'm able to do stuff for Second Amendment projects for people that are creating other Second Amendment projects. And I really do appreciate that. It's, uh, it's fun. So um, it's Monday. We're going to talk about Second Amendment stuff. And we got a couple of people joining us. So we got one of our co-hosts, Angelina, out of California. Thanks for joining Hello, everybody. We also have Dead Horse, a regular guest host, I guess, or guest. And I don't know what you're showing us now. Some kind of 
Oh shit! I was just trying to just show my gun bench. I'm sitting here doing stuff. But howdy! Jumping in from Utah. Appreciate it. And uh, we've got people watching the show. We run the show technically on YouTube because of tradition and custom, but neither one of which are a reason to do anything. So YouTube is a dying, dead corpse of a horrible institution run by scoundrels. So we're going to be moving this over to GunTube at some point, and I'm almost willing to say sooner than later. Everything I do on GunTube, except for upload, is fast and quick and awesome, and YouTube is just always more of a jerk every day. So uh, we do run it on YouTube, and we got eight people watching over there. For some reason, when we scold people for using the service, they don't show up and watch the show. But uh, we do have uh, a rebroadcast or simulcast over onto uh, gun channels, where we're watching a bunch of people over there with green dots who are watching the show, relativity, and uh, I don't seem to be the only one saying anything, so we appreciate that. Um, Second Amendment Monday. Uh, we're going to be dealing with uh, a gun shop in Arizona. We're going to be talking about the movie Tombstone and some other things. Before we get digging, anything happened over the weekend? Anybody wants to chat about? Um, nothing here. Um, I think that a Utah Gun Exchange might have changed their name to United Gun Exchange now, or for YouTube, like United Gun Exchange. So I, I see that they've changed it on several of their social media sites from Utah Gun Exchange to United Gun Exchange. I'm not sure what that's all about, but maybe just to make people think it's not just for people in Utah. I guess. That's interesting. But um, I've got secrets about UTG uh, tube that I could tell people off air that happened over the weekend. So actually, I've got two whole separate sets of secrets from huge tube. So, Wait, uh, they didn't invite you to fly out too, did they? To uh, some freedom? Or their uh, Make America, like their freedom tour that they're doing? Well, I got yeah. an email inviting me to fly out and uh, join them on their freedom tour. Yeah, it's all kinds of fun stuff happening over the weekend. But uh, it's neat to see that this is an interesting time to be on the internet. Neat to see the uh, new platforms doing their thing. I think I have cancer. But I'll not be distracted by my cancer, and I'll keep going. So, um, will uh, anything else happen over the weekend that we want to dig into? Uh, uh, not local, not locally here. I, I did hear some interesting news, like you know, sort of two A news stories over the weekend. Um, well, first I'll say the letter T, and I'll say again the letter T, and then what were these news stories we're talking about? Uh, did you hear about the IKEA news story? The, the little kid who found a gun inside Ikea? Just from what you mentioned over off the air there. So this is from what part of the country again? Indiana, I believe. Apparently a little kid was sitting on a couch inside of an Ikea in Indiana and found a gun inside the couch cushions and then accidentally, you know, fired it off. And authorities are investigating it, trying to track down the owner of the gun and stuff. I don't think anyone was injured or hurt, but you know, kind of a scary experience. I think obviously someone probably sat on that couch and then lost their CCW and then forgot, like, didn't realize where they lost it at, you know? Well, you said that oh. it's not necessarily obvious because what if um, um, somebody had their purse or whatever sitting there and they had their kid sitting there and they were talking to somebody and the kid was playing around and 
you know, or it, let's say it dropped out of a purse. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily negligence. Oops. I think it could be uh, influence of all kinds of stuff, because that's why people lose things. It's not always because you're just like careless, I guess, as I should say. I guess it is negligence, but it might not just be from carelessness or something. It could be because unintentionally, without ill will, somebody was working against them. Let's say a kid was fiddling with something, or somebody went to grab a notebook out of somewhere, and then it I don't, and, and maybe that happened where the couch was made or brought from. Or or the couch may have been returned to the store. There you go. So I'm straight to like, oh, careless gun owners, because that's sort of like, I found trash in the desert. Careless shooters who, reckless shooters who don't care. Like, no, because sometimes assholes drop trash in the desert. Like, it's not always shooters. So I, I guess this was a gun, of course, but it's not always a CCW who's responsible, I guess. So yeah, what if it was a couch thing? And again, some dog was running around, uh, picked up a CCW gun. Person's looking all over for it. In fact, they are so desperate they had to go buy another gun, and that they had to sell their couch, pay for that other gun. No, I agree. Like it, it definitely might not have been negligence. I just think that's probably the most probable explanation. That doesn't mean that's what it is, but I I, I just could easily see that, like having a CCW gun on you sitting in a couch in ikea while your wife's shopping or whatever and then you know it falls out and you don't realize it until you get home and then you can't you know you don't know where you lost it at right like and for all we know the guy could have called the police he could have done everything right you know reported his gun missing like we don't know all that yet so it's still a upcoming story and we don't have the details yet but i'm sure we soon will And then uh, the only other real big story I can think of is just uh, I've been reading about this stuff about banks not giving uh, gun manufacturers and two-way businesses loans anymore and uh, discriminating against them, basically. I can not say that's a huge thing. A lot of holster makers um, that I personally know are going through that where they, uh, you know, they can't get business loans or their banks don't want to uh, do banking with them. Their website hosts don't want to host them. Um, you can't get a Facebook ad approved, shit like that. So that's totally a thing. Yeah, and I, I just, I'm trying to wonder how they get away with it. Because can they discriminate against this, what type of business you're in? I mean, is well, that yeah, like... A bank's a private business, right? Yeah, they are. I, I, I guess they are, but... But they're not just ex discriminating against one business, right? Like they're discriminating against the entire line of businesses. So I just. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ones they like catch on to, but it's just like the whole, uh, you know, the pot, the pot shop. So like Colorado um, and California, there's a huge thing where these people can't have bank accounts. Like they don't get credit card processing and stuff like that. Um, because of their business. So they're kind of doing that to the firearms industry now, which is, I mean, these are legitimate businesses, whether you like it or not. The weed thing, I mean, it's legal here in California, but they can't get a bank. And then, you know, they want to do, they, well, they want to treat gun shops like that. And that's, uh, you know, guns are a big, guns are big commerce and that's, they're legal businesses. There's nothing illegal against it. They just don't want to do it. No, 
Now, is there a way to fight that? Is there some kind of appeal or can you, can it, could a bank be sued for discrimination? Like if you have good credit and everything and like you would have been able to get that same loan you wanted last year, but now, you know, because of our political climate and stuff, now, now they're being discriminated against openly pretty much. They're not even hiding it. Like they're not, they're not doing it under the cover of darkness. They pretty much come right out and saying like, oh yeah, we're not going to give any loans to two-way businesses, right? So is there a possibility that there could be a recourse for that action that we could sue them or, uh, you know, take, take a bank to court or for something like that for discrimination? I mean, that's kind of a gray area because the bank, you know, they're under their own discretion on who they do business with. There's not a law that says this bank has to take you on as a customer and has to deal with your shit. So, uh, I mean, I guess somebody could do a class action on it and like, you'd really have to like get a dedicated lawyer who's willing to, you know, pound sand a whole bunch to get anywhere. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's pretty much a gray area. But, I mean, it sucks. It sucks for all the businesses they do that to. I know a lot of, uh, like, porn, I think they have that issue a little bit, too. But they're making, you know, so it's like drugs, porn, and guns are, like, too taboo for banks. But that that actually makes a whole uh, a whole additional layer of problems because... So these kind of businesses, you know, I mean, a lot of people buy guns and stuff. There's a lot of money there. The pot shops, a lot of money there. These people have to deal all in cash. So that makes them more susceptible susceptible to, like, robberies and shit, right? Because Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, because if, if your business can only take cash, then, yeah, like, you're, like criminals are going to know that. They're going to figure that out pretty quick. Um, gun shops go to gun shows that's the only place they're legally able to do business besides their physical location since 1968 and all stupid rules i think it was 68 but anyway uh when they go to gun shows you don't think they've got pockets full of cash they're potentially buying guns off of people that are worth hundreds thousands of dollars they've been selling guns that are worth thousands maybe hundreds of dollars multiple guns worth hundreds and uh there's no bank ATM type of thing where you can deposit money at a gun show. So pretty much every gun show that's ever happened has at least dozens, if not hundreds of people walking out, sometimes elderly couples with so much cash in their possession that uh, they would be ripe for the picking. Oh, wait a minute. They also are armed, and it's never been an issue. So I don't uh, – I mean, I don't want to see the firearms industry go to all cash. But on the other hand, I don't want to see banks told what to do. If they want to fail by taking a segment of the population or a segment of the community that's firearms and kick us to the curb, and that'll just let, you know, Bank of 2A America, BO2A, start Well, up. one thing I've seen, G-Webs, I don't know if you've noticed it, but I've noticed it on websites like Strike Industries, one of my favorite gun companies. Um, they, they now accept Bitcoin, and I've seen that on several different uh you know, gun type, you know, websites and stuff yeah, that sell yeah. gun supplies that they're now accepting Bitcoin. So do you think that's an actual realistic alternative that that might become a real thing? And, and might even help Bitcoin out? 
like if an entire industry starts using that? I don't think so. It'll take a little while for people are accustomed to that kind of currency, whatever form it takes. But it took a while for people to get used to paper bills, and it took people used time to get used to pennies that weren't made out of copper and dimes that weren't made out of silver, and it took people time to use any kind of fiat currency. So I imagine we'll keep evolving with currency like we do with everything else. So again, bring it. If the if banks don't want to work with gun owners, then they probably don't want to work with uh, gay people, and they probably don't want to work with other risky things like health. I mean, they just want to work with safe, stupid stuff. Then let them go to business. Because, like you say, there is other currencies already, and they're literally built back in the days when you had to walk up and they had to have a vault. You know what I mean, like there's still a need for having a vault for certain physical things. You know what I mean? The the act of banking is hardly proprietary to them old giant facilities or whatever. So evolve. I, I don't know. Uh, this is beyond gun stuff as far as the banking side, but I don't know. I'm guessing Trump is the one of the better presidents or one of the uh, more familiar with that industry, at least, when he talks about finance and banking. I would assume he's got some experience with it other than theoretical book learning. Well, yeah, and there's the whole. So what you were saying, uh, you know, if they don't, if they don't want the business, then let them go out of business. And I totally agree with that because it's kind of like that gay cake thing, right? Where everyone's all pissed off at this bakery; they don't want to make the gay cake, and then the gay people are feelings hurt or whatever, and they, you know, are crying about it. I mean, look, if someone doesn't want your business, then shit. You know, don't like force it on them. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere that supports you and you know supports what you do and what you stand for and what you believe or whatever. Who wants to eat cake made by someone who you had to force to make your cake? Dude, right? And then on the other hand, do these people not like money because they were totally gonna pay you money for a cake and that's oh yeah, yeah. Voting with your wallet works both effing ways. I don't have a big fancy car and my van that I'd rather have and uh, all the time in the world to travel to these gun shops because I don't take money from people who would throw money at me because I'm not going to do business in just any way because somebody can make a quick buck. No. So yeah, I think it's definitely you got the right to say no. And if it even I, I think you have a right to make a financially poor decision. Because you have a moral decision or you have a strategic long-term direction that you're taking something. And uh, uh, just because somebody's there with a pile of cash, that don't make it business sense or right or the way to go. Hell no. Yeah, it's just so, I mean, the cake thing's kind of like, you know, who wants, like you said, who wants to eat cake for someone who didn't want to make it? But anyway, my point is, is with the banking thing, I mean, there's like, like PayPal is kind of, PayPal is anti-2A. They've, I personally had like a billion interactions with them over 2A shit. Um, so, you know, move to another card processor. There's one called Stripe, I think, and they're Second Amendment friendly. So for any gun shops who are having problems getting cards processed, check out, you know, I think it's called Stripe or Strip or Star or something with an S. Um, but they're two-way friendly. So, you know, they 
they will take your business if you're a gun shop and they support gun shops. And, um, yes, I mean, there's alternatives. There's people who do want your business and who don't have a problem with what you're doing for, you know, whatever. Well, and there's ways to fight back against that. Like I I've had interactions with PayPal over two a stuff and them, uh, you know, giving the seller back, you know, or, you know, the back there or the buyer back their money from me and stuff like that. And, uh, over a two a item. And uh, so now I stick it to them because I have, you know, like if you have a PayPal account, you can get one of those PayPal debit, like MasterCard type, you know, thingies, right? Right. You can transfer money from your bank account to PayPal. And then if you use that card as a credit card, you get 1% cash back. And then sometimes they have special days where you can get more than that, like 5% cash back. So if there's something I want, I don't necessarily need it right away. I am more than happy to transfer that money to my PayPal than use that PayPal card to purchase that item and then get my 1% back, which basically PayPal is paying for 1% of my gun purchases or gun item purchases that way. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, I try and stick it to them that way. Stick it to the man, so to speak. Stick it to the man. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, I've gotten an email from them like, please explain the actual meaning of fuck ISIS. And I was like, all right, well, if you don't know, then I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, I mean, progressing with the show. So where do we go from here? Uh, where are we, Monday? We don't I have all my pages here, so I'm turning everything back on. But I did notice, it must be a typo, uh, relativity saying, I actually don't like cake. And then he does this other typo, pie, please. That's, that's, that's crazy. Crazy top there. I don't really like cake either, but. Whatever. So I lost my uh, thing. I'm having to find my uh, notes over here. We have a, a member of the day. Every day we like to feature a member. Somebody over on the gun channels, perhaps. Somebody who's active in the Second Amendment uh, content creation community. And today it's uh, Gary, Gary Gizzard, uh, or Gizzard Gary, I guess, is the correct pronunciation. And uh, again, I used a bunch of people's names that were in the chat, whatever night it was that I started this list, and Gary was in there. I was often watching the show, so he participates in quite a few of the shows out there. He was a co host of our show, I think, on Friday. So, um, yeah, Gary all kinds of cool stuff and uh i've mentioned it before but i'm especially impressed with the photos he got at the um tulsa uh because he came out of nowhere with them i think and it just blew me away because uh you know he's not necessarily like a moon where he's uh, always out there honing his craft of photography or whatever i mean i guess he's taking photos and i've just never noticed them but when he uh did that one quick video of the engraving engraving at those tables or that guy's table of engraving. Uh, it's just a great little interview and just the photograph, filmography. I don't know what the word would be, photography. Just the clarity of the uh, of the engravings and stuff was great. So uh, awesome. Like that video, like uh, the other stuff he's been putting out since. So uh, thanks for going to Tulsa and being part of the Gun Channels group there, and our uh, for all the just you know tiny hangout and make Gun Channels what it is. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, Gary is uh Gary's awesome. Have you ever seen his cat? Yes. Yeah. I really like his cat. That's not the best part about Gary, but it's definitely one of the top five. You have a list of things that are good about Gary? I do. It's actually like 15 things long. That's another show, though. But um, what about you, Dead Horse? Any words about Gary? Um, I've watched his live stream uh, several times. I've caught several of his shows, and they always seem to have really good conversations and Unlike some other shows like mine and stuff, like uh, they seem to stay on topic and uh, have good rational discussions, and uh, I really enjoy it. Definitely, uh, you know, I can sit there and listen to a show and you know get a lot of work and stuff done. And uh, it just, uh, you know, and not only just him, but a lot of the people he has on his show too are just, you know, he puts together a really, really good, a really, really good show. He does so. Uh, that's Gary. Gary is the tactical. No, you're not tactical. You're just a member of the day. Um, uh, two, three people left in this list. So for episode 600, we need somebody spectacular because it's episode 600. We also need other people, suggestions for other people, uh, for members of the day. Since that list of people I came up with the other day is running out. So if you've got them. Uh, somebody to recommend or a series of people or a group of people or something, um, please do. Our email address is dailygunshow at gmail.com. And it's always better when somebody else fills out our slots of our show for us. And we will move into something else. So since it's Monday, I like to talk about behind the scenes. And I've been, uh, well, last week I was going to do the uh, two-way workshop and something happened and I took the day off from that and uh, didn't see much response other than oh i can't do it at that time and then when i asked what time they could do it nobody responded so um i'm thinking about doing another one of the two-way workshops and i would like to find a time that we can we can consistently do one uh that hopefully more than a couple of people can attend and you know i think one of the keys to uh success on a series or an effort like that over time would be uh con you know consistent time frame and uh, we know that midnight Eastern ain't going to work because nobody shows up this late. So if we can do that sometime during prime time or before, I'm willing. Uh, but I would like to start doing a two-way workshop. And I'm going to put the word out there for anybody that's uh, only marginally interested. Consider helping out to get the ball rolling because uh, me just sitting there is not going to work. I don't like dancing, so I don't have anything to say to just the world. So if we can answer questions, I'm happy to... Uh, get started with answering whatever questions people might have, but my goal would be to get people more involved with creating content. So uh, moving some of the barriers, technical stuff, like how do you start, where do you start, what are we talking about here, are we talking about a lot of things, a little you know, effort daily, effort weekly, and uh, answer just any kind of questions people might have, and ideally see more people utilizing all these different platforms and tools that we have on our phones and on our computers and stuff, so that uh, you know, just more and more people are aware of what the Second Amendment really is. We get a more and more nuanced uh, version or you know perception of the Second Amendment out there. So anyway, if anybody's interested in seeing that continue to happen, or at least grow or start, Whatever you want to say, then uh, get with me uh, either on gun channels or in the live chats, and we'll get started. We were just talking earlier to what the hell was it in the chat earlier today? Um, 
and um, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Snowy. Uh, it was somebody, though, that was earlier in one of the chats right before I had to jump out, and we had talked about um, uh, he was talking to fellow teachers and, and what types of strategies were efficient in trying to not change their mind but lay down some some questions, I guess, so that they'd have to at least challenge their their positions on anti-gun stuff. And uh, again, part of the 2A project, a part of the Minuteman University is communication. So um, we'll continue to uh, effort on that. And I'm looking for people's input and hopefully participation. And that's enough of behind the scenes, I guess, for today. We can move into one of the other topics, I guess. I had to, I didn't have to, I accidentally shut down GunTube, that was a mistake, because I had to start from the beginning, I'm only about two-thirds of the way re-uploading that damn video, so uh, I'm waiting for that to happen. All right, well, while you're doing that, what about Gun Shop of the Day? We do have a gun shop. One of the reasons we're uh, doing the show on the daily, right, is to talk about gun shops. So let's see, it's called True Guns, and it's in Arizona. This is one that Jimmy and I visited when he lived out in western Phoenix. Oh, look, I even have pictures up. So a uh, couple of pictures over on the gun shop guide. That's the website we use to archive all the different shops that we visited. This one's an interesting one. You can see in this picture that they're um, in a strip center, right? And it's next to a pet grooming place. And they took that slot because I think they're either the landlords or they own the strip center. And they're the at least the landlords. For the, they represent whoever owns it to the tenants. And nobody wanted to be next to the pet groomers because there's always dogs over there whining and screaming because they're getting bats. So they took this shop. So it's kind of a fun shop if you don't mind dogs screaming and yelling next door. Um, those of us that are used to dogs don't even think of that, don't even hear that, really. It's like, I don't know, probably mom's listening to kids. You just kind of tune it out. I imagine somebody who isn't around dogs often would be annoyed that there's dog noises next door. But anyway, that's sort of an interesting thing about it. And uh, because they're the whatever in charge of this whole area, they, they, wall, they close off the parking lot and have like a big parking lot event once a year. From what I understand, it's sort of a thank you to their customers and you know like a parking lot sale they bring in all the different manufacturers i imagine i know that they have uh, giveaways and they bring in food trucks he said and just feed everybody it's neat when gun shops figure out ways to do interesting stuff like that otherwise they got the yellow pegboard which kind of sets their shop aside you remember it's that one that's got the yellow inside and i think it works pretty good for contrasting with the uh, with the guns eh? so you can see you know the guns Otherwise, you get an idea how big it is. It's not the biggest shop in the world or anything. But Was I mean, that a ladies section? That's the ladies area for you girls who want. Uh -oh. Not often do you see a ladies area. Well, and it says cool ladies. I don't know what that means. So, I mean, it's getting a little political. But what do they got there? Pepper sprays and stuff? Yeah, they had Phoenix Arms. So, there you go. And then I think these were like skies or something. What are these? I don't know what these purple ones are. Oh, these are part of the lady section? This is right underneath that where it says true lady. Oh, because it's true guns. That's why. So now that's why it says true ladies. That makes oh, okay. I mean... So on, on the, this is the display. And you see how there's these calming rocks, like little meditation rocks to calm you down. Oh, looking at guns. But there's some calming rocks and placemats. So you get calmed down, and then you look up, and then 
course, you see your purses and your pepper sprays. What the and oh look, you got some pink ear pro. Yep. There's a model there that has dude hair, but there's boobs. So all right, well that's very nice. Apparently, so those CCW purses are a great idea, I think. Yeah, and this is way the hell you out. Carry west. one. This is way out west in Phoenix, so this is like a lot of. Um, from what I understand, it's a lot of uh, what do you call them? Snowbirds. People live up north and come down. And they're uh, older people, so I'm guessing this is more for, potentially more for the people living in that area. I am assuming, because there's not that many of them. And, I, don't know. I mean, it's nice to see that they uh, have a little welcoming area. That's not very typical, so. I've nice. never seen, like, a little, like, a woman's corner in a gun shop before. Like, hey, these are ladies' items only. I've never seen that before at any of my gun shops I've ever been. So if it's about, let's say, 100 in the last little while, so 60 last year and then, you know, some others. So let's say out of 100 gun shops, I'm guessing, in my estimation, 30% have a section specifically for the ladies. And I would say of those, out of 100 gun shops, five of them, just from my knowledge of being a woman, uh, would have been appropriate. Like, the rest of them are kind of like, okay, thanks for the section, but don't don't mansplain girls' guns to me. Like, a couple of them were like shops run by ladies, and you could just tell, like, they, these are actual purses that a girl might want, and like guns that are useful and then not necessarily pink. And then there's a lot of sections that are just like everything pink in the store gets put in that corner. And they don't put a lot of effort into buying stuff. If there's just, if they make a pink version and they can afford it, they buy it and put it in that corner. So it's kind of like an accumulation more than a hand-picked selection. Yeah, that looks, I mean, they have it all dressed up nice. And there's like little Hobby Lobby great things that make me want to, I don't know, have tea with like my pinky up and then buy a pink gun. Well, and, and I'm, maybe some, one of their wives or something set up that section. Probably, yes. That's what I would imagine. But it looks nice. But yeah, it's, uh, that's nice to see. I've never seen that. Like, also like Dead Horse, I've never seen that. So. I went to Top Gun Shooting Sports, yeah. But not in Romulus. We went to the one that's south of Detroit. All right, so what do we got next? If there's more than one top gun, then I don't know. Um, let's see if it's uploaded. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's uploaded or not, so I'm going to have to reopen gun tube. I'm not yet familiar with it enough. So why don't we go into... Uh, did we have a movie of the day? Um, Tombstone, I thought you said, right? Oh, yeah, something about Tombstone, thanks. So Tombstone's movie, 20th, 5th reunion. Let's see what's going on with that. I think that's the 30th. Double check. Uh, that's just a link, Clover. I don't know if you want to jump in or not. Um, looks like the 30th of this month is the 25th anniversary of the movie. So I just wanted to throw that out there, and I guess we're talking about it today. Um, oh, and you posted some stuff on the uh, 
page about that reunion there's going to be actual people from the movie going there and stuff that you could go and meet and get autographs from and stuff like that right that's the reunion part yeah they're going to go to tombstone arizona and be there and i guess watch the movie in that haunted movie theater unless they're going to play it out of the street they might play it out of the street maybe like a reenactment that'd be cool oh i don't think we'll do a reaction but yeah that would be interesting I don't know. They actually say what they're going to do on there. I didn't pay that much attention. I know it's like a bunch of free stuff during the day, and then there's some uh, something that's happening in the evening. Well, see, I don't know when I upload something to GunTube, like how soon it's supposed to show up. So once again, I spent all this time uploading to GunTube, and it says that it's up there, but I don't know if it takes time to render or whatever. So maybe we'll go back over to GunStreamer, but I was going to try to show this idiot that I uh, made in match chat a minute ago. Oh, free gun streamer commercial because they stuck in front of my video. <coughs> but they're letting people know there's an app for that. I don't know if this is working or if it's not working. Is it playing? I don't see it playing. It just looks like a picture to me of angry. Yeah. So download the file media arrow. Format not supported. All right. Well, I guess it didn't upload there after all. All right. Well, that was a failed experiment in uploading stuff for the show during the show. So move along. Um, I'll close out of Untube also. What else do we got? What time is it? 40? Mm. Um, so we're on iTunes. So if you have an iPhone, you should totally go to iTunes and leave a review and listen. Yep. We appreciate people that are doing that. And have we been over there to see if there's more? I think it was like six last time. It is now eight. So Thank you so that. People that did jump over there and give us a rating and hopefully review. Um, it's annoying. Even to go check it, we really have to have uh, iTunes installed. And that's annoying because it's an invasive program. So we do appreciate people that take the time, even if you just did it like once a month, to uh, monitor the different stuff that's out there. Maybe uh, install it, uh, favorite whatever pages up there are new or interesting to you, and then download some stuff and then uninstall it. Or okay. live the eye life and keep it. No, nobody wants to do that. Maybe people with eye devices. I'm sure it works fine on eye stuff. Yeah, it works really good. Um, on regular computers, though, it just sits there wanting to always be in the way. So it's a really an annoying program. Speaking of annoying things, today's the anniversary. Well, it's not actually the transition. Today's the anniversary of the Korean, the beginning of the Korean War. So uh, I don't know why they call it a war. It's a police conflict. But uh, this was, I guess, the beginning of it. So this is when the commies decided to just start stepping south, bullying people, taking over, invading. Well, and now, uh, did you see the remains? We received like 100 caskets today or something. That's pretty cool. 
that was uh, something that would not have happened if they didn't actually talk, I guess, because I guess they would have had no interest in just giving them to us. It kind of sucks that they've had them there and they knew it and they just didn't give them to us. But for the fam sake of the families and the soldiers, I guess, you're in and take it and allow those people to, uh, I don't was know. Was that a identify? Would they, Is that me or is that somebody else? That's you. Stupid history page. Um, were they identified remains, or were they just all unknown? I'm not sure. I saw the only thing I saw. I didn't get a chance to read the article. Was um, the North Korean army carrying these like silver-looking strongbox casket things, and it looked like they were passing them over the DMZ to some sort of like honor guard, maybe for the U.S. Pretty cool picture. So, I mean, that's cool because, you know, that's, you know, some good closure for families and, um, you know, of, of our soldiers who have been, I guess. Now, you said that they gave 100. That sounds like a kind of a, a weird number, exactly 100. So that does that mean that they might have more and they're just, like, starting out with that? That was just the headline. So... It, it might have been like hundreds or something. That was just the headline. All right, before this thing pops another ad on me, uh, 1804, and I'm going to put this out there. We need to have some email for this because this history thing is interesting, but this site is just killing me with ads, and I'm sick of opening it. So give us some feedback in the emails or in the comments about whether or not the piece of history or this in history is worth... Uh, Continuing because I'm sick of fighting these ads the whole time here. I'm fighting these damn ads, and I don't. If you have a better history site, let me know. Uh, 1804, though, um, uh, Lewis and Clark reaches the mouth of the Kansas River after completing the westward trek. But that was gonna be more interesting. Um, a bunch of stuff happened before that. 1863, some guy in his Confederate forces move into Gettys. The mutes obviously don't work. Alright, things happened in history. Things happened. It happened. Here we um, go. Health cat fight, uh, fighter flew for the first time. Um, UN Charter is signed by 50 nations in California in 1945. 1951, the Soviet Union proposes a ceasefire, so that's interesting. Because it we go at the beginning and then later the end of the war. Um, this is the day in 1963 that Kennedy said, Ich bin ein Berliner. I am a donut. Um, and then there was something else in here. Some guy, Middleton, signed the Declaration of Independence, was born today. Measure Today's the day that Bob Wire um, was patented. What? So, barbed wire, that was a big thing. I don't know, like, a lot of people might not think that was a big thing, but barbed wire was huge. It, it was such a big deal and affected our history so much. Like, that was actually a really, really big deal. Well, that's 
pickle. That's why we're asking for the favor of creating an iTunes account. It doesn't cost anything. It just takes time and effort. You got to have an email address, I guess. But you create an iTunes account. Go check it out. If you like the show, thumb it up. Encourage you to check out other shows while you're there and thumb them up and give them some comments so that gun owners and Second Amendment podcasts get some love over on iTunes. And then uninstall it. So we're asking you to create an iTunes account for a while as a favor. And then we're quite confident that people like Angelina that like Apple devices and enjoy iTunes because it works perfectly for them will discover our show and continue on doing that. We won't have to bug people that don't have it. But that's why we're asking for that favor. Because right now it's just not happening because everybody says, oh, somebody else will do it. And then they go, I wonder why another effort disappears after... 596 episodes because they lose they lose faith because of their iTunes. We were about to do 600 episodes, but because of the lack of iTunes comments, we're gonna give up. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're totally well. But anyway, to follow up on that North Korean thing, I was just saying. So I'm looking at the article now. So it was 158 metal transfer cases. So I don't know how many people are in each case, but uh, they don't know who's in them. They don't know if it's U.S. or allied service members. And uh, 7,700 troops are still unaccounted for in North Korea. How many? 7,000? So, yep, 7,000. 700 close to 7,700 US troops remain unaccounted for from the Korean War, and about 5,300 of those were lost to North Korea. But that doesn't mean that they have them and are holding them in some sort of reason, it just means that that's no, yeah, right, right. What happened that just means you know, we don't know where those people are. Um, and then before this, the last time any remains were given was in 2007. Well, it's still messed up that they've got any. I guess it's because they're discovering them. And then I don't know what they're doing to discover if it's one of theirs or one of the allies. But what I do know is I suspect at least our DNA stuff is way better than theirs. Our, theirs. And we have the descendants and whatnot of those people. So once we've got remains, I'll bet you we can do a better job of identifying them, and that's got to bring peace of mind to people who uh, are dealing with uh, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Alright, well that's sort of a somber thought, but it is the beginning of the war, so it's timely, and uh, I'll guest wager and not too many other sources are out there talking about that kind of stuff today, so we're giving you something different. So I'm just going to go straight to the source. This is a video that uh, I'll just play here. I can't, right? I use that video or that audio from Angry's recommendation, but I figured out the Adobe software to do those the sped up stuff, and I've been enjoying these, especially enjoying it over on GunTube because I can put real music behind it, and uh, it's not effortless, but this way I can do the like this thing for example i did the cartoon while we were in the show have in the chat and then uh i was able to record the screen while i was doing it and then put the recordings of me drawing it 
on Adobe and then speed it up 2,000 times. So this is 2,000 times faster than it took. So it takes that two hours or something of drawing and turns it into two minutes, three minutes. Right. And just throw an audio down next to it and it's kind of neat. So uh, this is Angry's platypus that's so upset. But instead of just having that weak AR-15, uh, we went ahead and gave them an upgrade and then uh, stuck it on uh, Arizona's uh, shape and then, uh, you know, put it over on the Gun Channel's uh, comic thing so people can play with it and whatnot. So uh, Angry is uh, one of the members of the day. And back when we were doing the tactical pop quizzes all the time, uh, one of our, well, I think our most wind, most won. Uh, I like wind. So it started out with that little AR, but we gave him a stinger. So the rest of this video is just me making a stinger for like an hour. So anyway, we don't need to keep talking about it, but I'll just let it keep playing there. And again, thanks Angry for uh, participating and supporting Angry's for people that pays for gun channels to exist. So I appreciate that even more than just people that participate only because we got to pay bills. So uh, anyhow, but having fun with the software and thanks to the Patreon people who make it possible. And of course, Edge and Pink who wouldn't be able to do any of this without those two guys. I noticed that uh, Angry changed his name on Instagram. What? Angry changed his name on Instagram. He actually has the platypus in his name now. Because he's in a health food cult now, so he has to do whatever. <laughs> I'm impressed, dude. That guy, like, I'm really impressed. I've even commented several times on his Instagram that he's just doing a great job. Without, I don't know if any of you guys have kept up on his fitness stuff and him getting in shape and getting healthy, but he very, very impressive. Let's see, so did we talk about Tombstone? Anybody ever see Tombstone? Angelina, have you seen that movie? No, you know, I haven't. I've not seen it. Um, Dead Horse? Tombstone? I've seen it probably a hundred times. <laughs> I've seen it a bunch of times. It's not my favorite Tombstone movie. There's other Tombstone movies, but uh, I don't dislike it. It's certainly, a, what do you call like a lot of one-liners come from that movie that people use all the time. It's definitely my favorite Val Kilmer movie, I'll tell you that much. Like it's I think it's the best performance Val Kilmer's ever done and Michael uh Bean. Like uh, I didn't even know Michael Bean was in that movie and he played uh Johnny. Like I didn't even know that for the longest time until just a couple weeks ago. I I never put that together that like that was actually that Michael uh Bean guy from all the, you know, Navy Seals and stuff like that. Huh. Aliens and stuff. All right, now, I, I like the movie, but I like listening to Emil. It's going to be coming up on his birthday on the 4th. Um, him and uh, the guys, the old guys, used to sit around talking about it on Voices of the West. And uh, I think I tend to agree with them. There's there's lots of versions of Tombstone and the story of the shootout at the OK Corral, and some of them were more historic than others. The Tombstone movie was a good movie and everything. It's a fine representation of the West Ending, but it's not 100% accurate in some of them. I, I think I prefer the more accurate ones just because they're, it's not so cut and dry. It's the good guys and bad guys, just like real life. But uh, to do justice there, you got to go back and listen to the listen to a couple of podcasts from Voices of the West to get a lot more insight on that. 
I think they have that available still on their website, placeswithlewis.com. Has anyone taken that over, G-Webs? Yeah, his co-host is still running the show, so it's just a different show now, but they, the, the other hosts are still there and the people that are still alive, you know, they're still interviewing and uh, those guys are still as interested as ever in the guns and the music and the actors and the stories and the setting, uh, whatever you call it, like the locations of all those old movies. That's probably one of the best shows I've ever listened to, honestly. I mean, I've, I've really, every time I've listened to that show, I've really, really enjoyed it. So we talked about a lot of stuff today. We're getting towards the end of the show. We like to wrap, we talked talk for about an hour. We put this up on iTunes like Angelina talked about. So we've been um, trying to keep it an hour-ish for people that are listening to podcast level stuff. If you're interested in more long, longer format chats, though, Gun Channels is a community we built going on five years ago now. And uh, there's live conversations all day long. We start out the mornings with Early Watch, where we look at the news of the day. Uh, the Early Watch Nation is a bunch of individuals who uh, gather on Second Amendment-related news. They send it in to Tony and Jimmy at earlywatchil at gmail.com is Tony's address. They'll go through there, and in Early Watch, we'll talk about the various uh, news that's been coming in. Uh, we'll post that over on Every Second Matters where it's appropriate, on, either on the state or on the individual initiative. Uh, Tony's in Illinois, so he's uh, been paying attention to the states, or excuse me, the counties in Illinois. There's about 100 counties in Illinois, and something like the last count I heard was 15 of them had already become firearm sanctuary cities, where they use that same uh, terminology of sanctuary city for um, the idea that the local law enforcement is not going to enforce the state level laws uh, that are infringing on firearms ownership. And uh, a bunch of the counties have stood up to Cook County, the county where or Chicago's in, and his county is actually uh, talking about uh, putting that on the ballot to, to uh, offer up for the voters to make a stand on. So I'm, I'm digging that. We're paying attention to that. And hopefully, since the beginning of the month here, uh, we'll see a bunch of more states come on board. Our goal, of course, is to see every county in Illinois stand up and say no to those infringements. That's just one of the things we check out on Early Watch. After that, a uh, long format show uh, run by Mr. Knives is usually running. Uh, literally 16 hours of the day over there, so you can jump in and have a conversation. Moon, Pottery, uh, others will jump in. Uh, Rick jumps in from Rhode Island. Uh, DB will jump in occasionally, regulars will jump in and, and have chats during their breaks or during time they've got some downtime or if they have a day off. You never know what kind of crazy, exciting fun is going to be over there. Once you get into the afternoon on the East Coast, you start to see the live show start up Tuesday. It's, uh, what do we got on Tuesdays? Uh, Ghost starts it off, I think, still. And then we've got... Uh, Maggie and Night Strike doing their show. Andalusia Armory is on a temporary break. Um, and I'm missing uh, Ellis's show. He starts out the day, I guess, with uh, Outlaw, or hanging with the Outlaw. Then comes Ghost, and then Hit or Miss. Rick's, life is, or Rick's uh, Big Gunner show is on after Hit or Miss, and then we show up again at uh, midnight Eastern for another episode. On Tuesdays, we talk about Second Amendment. we have anything listed tomorrow? We're going to talk about the Second Amendment Foundation. We're going to talk about Neil Knox. And we're going to talk about the 10th anniversary of something tomorrow. So if anybody's in the D.C. area, tomorrow's the day to go down to the Supreme Court, listen to Dick Heller and some others, Second Amendment advocates, 
uh, do some speeches and have some uh, gathering. And then in the evenings, in the evening, there's some sort of uh, invite-only, hundred-dollar-a-ticket-type uh, speaking events that hopefully we'll all see either broadcast live or at least uh, after the fact. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow, 10th anniversary of the Heller decision. I think that's about it. Do we have any quotes or anything tonight? Uh, nope, not for me. Dead horse. Oh, uh, well, before I give a quote, I would like to say this one thing, if I could, to you, Webs. Sure. At, uh, over at uh, Brownells right now, if you use code uh, MC, MCP, you get uh, free shipping on anything you uh, purchase over $49, and you can stop by Gun Channels on your way over there. Click on the Brownells link, and then uh, it doesn't cost you any more money, but Gun Channels gets a, a, a little kickback on anything you purchase over there, and Brownells has a uh, Lee Loadall 2 for $52 shipped right now. So you can load your 12 gauge or 20 gauge or, you know, uh, 16 gauge shotgun rounds and uh, start experimenting with shotgun rounds. I bought one yesterday from Brownells. Um, I used a gun channels link, so I'm really excited for that to come and start experimenting on reloading. I've never reloaded shotgun rounds before, so I'm looking forward to that. And also, uh, right now, you can stop by Gun Channels and click on the Palmetto State Armory link, and they have uh, 224 Valkyrie uppers on sale over there for 350 right now, a complete upper with BCG and charging handle, the new hottest caliber, the 224 Valkyrie. Uh, that upper usually goes for about 560 It is a blem, but uh, they have blems on sale for 349 right now, and you could stop by Gun Channels, support Gun Channels, and get the newest, hottest caliber. That, that's out. Awesome, dude. Awesome. And then uh, my quote would be again from uh, Jeff Cooper is uh, safety is something that happens between your ears, not something you hold in your hands. Okay, well, let me mess up the whole rhythm of the end of the show. Uh, we did get one. Hold on. I had to fake that one. We did get one purchased during the show. I really do appreciate that. And we'll be sending out a copy of the Gun Channels comic. Uh, the DIY comic with that, or at least a couple of pages. It takes forever to print the whole thing. It's 12 pages long plus covers. But we'll print, we'll print out the cover and a couple of pages for you. Um, do appreciate the support. And uh, I ruined your quote, so if you want to do the quote again. Okay. Uh, uh, Jeff Cooper, is, uh, he says that safety is something that happens between your ears, not something you hold in your hands. The guys and gals of gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice at least once a month and carry every day. Thanks for watching gunwebsites.com.